Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So you take off from New York Airport and head to London. You gain altitude, and then you are sharply pressed into the back of your seat. You can feel the plane picking up more and more speed. And then, boom! The plane is fine. That boom simply means that you've passed the speed of sound, and you're now traveling faster than 761 miles per hour. At that speed, a trip across the Atlantic Ocean to London takes about five hours. By comparison, Conventional subsonic planes, like the Boeing 747, can cross the ocean in about eight and a half hours. Right now, we have a non-commercial supersonic aircraft. One of the most famous planes is the Lockheed SR-71. It was as long as a limo and weighed like 10 SUVs. This plane holds the world's record for speed in the air. It was able to reach 2,193 miles per hour. At that speed, it could circle the globe in 10 hours, and it covered our route from New York to London in just one hour and 54 minutes. So traveling at the speed of sound seems like a great idea. Sometimes you spend up to three hours a day in a traffic jam just to get to work. Imagine if you could travel between continents in that time. The Concorde supersonic plane was supposed to do it. This plane was as long as half a soccer field and had a wingspan the size of a basketball court. The empty Concorde weighed almost twice as much as a Boeing 737, and it could carry about 100 passengers. The Concorde could go over twice the speed of sound, but it required an incredible amount of fuel. The flagship of transatlantic flights, the double-decker Boeing 747, burned one gallon of fuel for 80 miles per passenger. Concorde burned one gallon for only 17 miles per passenger. Given fuel prices, Concorde tickets cost almost five times as much as a regular plane, and although it could fly almost twice as fast, it was not allowed to do so. It's Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All about the sonic boom. When an airplane passes the speed of sound, a shockwave appears on its nose and tail. These waves merge into one and then reach the ground. And this supersonic boom doesn't just appear at the very moment when the plane gets to supersonic speed. It appears continuously. So when the Concorde flew at top speed, it made a sound similar to the constant beating of drums. And to feel this level of noise, put your ear to the wall and ask your friend to start drilling the wall from the other side. So naturally, Concorde was forbidden to fly faster than the speed of sound over land, and it only used its full power when flying over the ocean. When we travel, we spend a lot of time driving to the airport. Then we go to check-in, go through passport control, and wait for boarding. Then we go through passport control in another country, pick up our luggage, and drive to our destination. It all takes a lot of time, and flying at high speed doesn't bring that much change. So Concorde was inefficient, expensive, and noisy. Before long, supersonic airplanes went on the shelf for several decades. But maybe they'll be back soon. Arion AS-2. It's a private supersonic jet in development. 
It's as long as three school buses and has a wingspan almost like a Concorde. It can reach a speed of about 925 miles per hour and will be able to cover the distance from New York to Los Angeles and back. Modern engines have made it more fuel efficient and less noisy. But the supersonic boom is still a problem. NASA is developing the X-59 Quest experimental aircraft to study how to deal with supersonic waves. The plane is slightly longer than a train car and with a wingspan as long as a limousine. It's expected to fly at 940 miles per hour at an altitude of 55,000 feet. That's 1.5 times higher than conventional commercial airplanes fly. Its narrow shape and small wings near the cockpit should prevent sound waves from appearing. And the long distance to the ground should give the sound waves time to slow down. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Engineers expect the volume of the supersonic boom on the ground to be about 60 decibels. That's 1,000 times quieter than Concorde. And it won't feel like a drill behind a wall, but like the noise of a washing machine. If engineers solve the problem of loud noise and allow the planes to fly at supersonic speeds above the ground, they'll be able to fly from New York to Los Angeles in two and a half hours instead of six hours of a regular flight. The price of an aircraft like the Ariane AS2 will start at $120 million. That's 12 times more than a Cessna CJ4, for example, which uses less fuel and can take just as many people on board. But the huge Airbus A320 has been known to be bought as a private jet for $500 million. So if your time is valuable and you want to spend less time in the air, you can buy yourself a supersonic plane. The next supersonic passenger candidate is the Spike S512 supersonic business jet. It's a twin-engine airplane, almost as long as a Boeing 737 with a 58-foot wingspan. And it's much faster than the Ariane AS2. The Spike has a top speed of about 1,100 miles per hour. That's 450 miles per hour faster than conventional planes. The manufacturers promise that the aircraft can travel from New York to London in three to four hours. New York to Tokyo in six hours instead of 12. New York to Alaska in three hours instead of six and New York to Dubai in six and a half hours instead of 12. The V-shaped wings and the long, narrow fuselage make it possible. Another important aerodynamic feature is the lack of portholes. Not to make passengers sit in the dark, there are TV panels all around the interior. These screens will show images from the cameras around the aircraft. So you'll see the same view you could see from an airplane window. But the spike can only hold 18 passengers. This is where boom technologies come in. Their plane is very similar to the Concorde with its wings and long fuselage. It can hold up to 55 passengers. Two engines are placed on the wings and one more is in the tail. They will propel the plane to more than 1100 miles per hour. These are turbofan engines like conventional airplanes. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? 
Swift, The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. So they won't use afterburners, and they won't make much noise. An afterburner is used in engines to create extra thrust. The fuel may not burn completely in the engine, and the exhaust gas can still burn. So it's ignited again, and you can see the fire just behind the airplane's engine. With engines like that, it would be 25% of the cost of maintaining this airplane over the Concorde. A new version of this plane might be able to carry 68 to 88 passengers. Boom makers expect ticket prices to be the same as a regular business class flight. So far, supersonic airplanes make too much noise, so they can only use all their power over water. Considering that there are about 1,750 flights every day over the Atlantic Ocean alone, supersonic planes can save time for travel. If you're looking for a plane that will fly completely silently, then you should take a look at electric planes, such as the Aviation Alice. It's a private plane that's equipped with three electric engines. It takes off and lands without the noise of fuel-burning engines and doesn't need long runways. So airports for private planes can be located right in the center of the city. It would significantly reduce travel time to the airport. Also, Aviation Alice is incredibly cheap to maintain. $200 for an hour of flight time compared to $1,000 for the same time in traditional private jets. The disadvantages of this plane are speed and range. On a single charge, the Aviation Alice can travel about 620 miles. That's like flying from New York to Detroit. And its top speed is only 253 miles per hour. That's slower than some sports cars. Half of all flights in the world are under 500 miles. So this electric plane could be an excellent replacement for giant fuel-burning airplanes. We just need to set up a network of airports and charging stations for them. It can be done at about 2,000 abandoned airports. There, you would board the plane like a bus, and it would take you to your destination.